0: And welcome to Rick Radio Community News This episode 2 of 2023. Well, later in the programme we return to our archive interviews from a few years back to hear about the football career of local man Paddy McGinnis. But first I want to talk gardening with Dave Donnelly and Dylan Clayton who have an allotment here in ringshead Town Community Centre. Uh, Dave, Dylan, welcome to the programme and Happy New Year. Um, first, could you tell us about the allotment gardens at ringshead Town Community Centre and what is involved?
1: Well, Happy New Year, uh, Mick. Yeah, well, I kind of took this allotment over from my dad who had it. Uh, so <clears throat> over the years we just, well, I was a beginner, but now we're trying to get our, our way around it, kind of professionally as such. But uh, last year was a really good year uh, for, I had leeks, I still have leeks out there, uh, spring onions, tomatoes. We have a, a polytunnel out there, we had tomatoes and that, and chilies, really good. The one thing that we were trying to grow was carrots but they didn't turn out this year so we're gonna focus on this year, carrots. Uh, and Dylan will talk a little bit more about that. But uh, for now, for January, I have still cabbages left to pick, uh, sprouts, as I said, leeks, and then I'm gonna get the beds ready by the end of the month uh, to go again, just to put a, few, a bit more uh, manure and stuff onto them, just to get them ready for the ground season.
0: Lovely stuff. And uh, Dylan, Dave mentioned carrots there. Well, carrots, Tell us about the carrots.
2: Yeah, so I'm I'm just trying to uh, do the things that I haven't been able to do for years. Carrot, carrot was the first thing I ever grew, and it got me hooked on gardening. And then, for whatever reason, I haven't, whether it's God's grace or Mother Nature or me being not ticking all the boxes, but I haven't been able to grow a carrot in 10 years. Now, it grew... A couple there a few years ago. Um about like six. Six <laughs> came up. And uh our own local uh Larry <laughs> Local Gardener. Local gardener, Larry uh, decided to uh, he liked to look at them and I was in hospital and I wasn't able to defend the carrots and uh yeah, they were taken away from me. But uh now I'm going to try and really focus on uh, on changing I've been growing tomatoes in a certain plot. Across in the in the in the backyard here, and uh, i have been growing tomatoes for a few years with a little roof on them. But I'm taking the roof off this year, and I'm going to I'm going to try and get the soil right for carrots now. If you grow up, if you grow up north side of Dublin in, in Russia and, and up that area, it's it's renowned for a uh, for for ground carrots and spuds with the sandy soil. So mm. we're thinking, yeah, maybe you know twenty percent sand in there. Now, I have asked a couple of people on the garden sites that I'm on on Facebook, which is brilliant. If you ever want to know anything about gardening, join. there's a site called Irish Gardeners or Irish Gardening. And the most simplest of questions, which is where we all started, is answered with no snobbery. Which is, a lot of people find it hard to ask questions about things like this because they think they're being in Egypt. But please get on them sites and ask questions because whatever you're thinking, just ask. I've learned so much from it. Um, but uh, yeah I've asked a couple of them and they were saying about clay soil so there's a couple of different bits of clay soil over there that that, that work for carrots I would naturally think that clay soil would be too heavy for the carrot to to push out and to, and to grow big because it's too heavy But where the sandy light soil comes in I think
1: with the I was told with stones if there's stones in the soil if the carrot hits the stone it'll just grow around that's why you get all the man shaped carrots so I ah, always wondered that how to peel well you know what
2: I, I, I would not care how the carrot looks I never did unless you're kind of going in for you know super, supermarket kind of stuff I I didn't think the uglier the carrot the better because you know no, no one else is going to want the rubber on you and once they taste good they don't care so it's all about I think it's all about you know these few months now from from now to March and getting the soil getting the the kind of ingredients in the soil right whereas you've got you know last year's manure you've got you know just different um, they say that the seaweed powder is really good and uh, being where we are obviously can't do seaweed powder and we, we can get seaweed though Plenty of. Dave, me and Dave regularly go down the beach. <laughs>
1: Plenty of it, yeah. <laughs> We've
2: been threatening to go down the beach the last five years. We should get some seaweed. <laughs> we, we actually always say, imagine we lived close to the sea. <laughs> <How> easy, <laughs> we, I reckon if we lived in that lawn, we'd travel to the beach to get sea. Get seaweed, yeah, but yeah. The fact that we can see the sea from here, well, we we never actually get it, but we should. And but Apparently, if you get the seaweed and put it in the bucket and, um, and, and water it down and wash it down and just leave it in the bucket for a year, the next year the seaweed is it's gold dust for your soil yeah so or that, even if you
1: wash it and use it you can use it at the the water off as a, a, a feed
2: and, and just the last thing on the carrots um they're saying uh the people on the on the on the the people the questions they asked on that orange garden is to cover the cover the soil from kind of mid-january with with you know plastic or you know just to keep it get the greenhouse effect going basically on the soil warm the soil up so when yeah. the soil is warm from April is the best time to put the carrots in. And then if you have a net nah, to keep the carrot a really tight net, nah, keep the carrot fly off for the for the first. Because the carrot fly I think, is alive from spring to the start of summer. So if the carrot fly is there, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, How long does it take to grow carrots? Once they get going, it's, it's about two months. Yeah.
1: I had a good, the same with Dylan, about five, six years ago, I had a break season with carrots and ever since then i haven't grown i really put time into it last year and just don't know what happened it just didn't didn't take off for me so yeah we're going to try and concentrate on them this year because last year we had a good season with the likes of all the veg that we grew yeah, uh,
2: yeah. and
1: that we grew was good nothing kind of i said we still have stuff out mm. there we've loads of chilies that we've grown uh dried off that are going to turn into chili powder
2: chili powder and chili paste now does it so you just you basically the chilies are dried now and uh we had a great crop of chilies in that polytunnel last year. And so yeah, this, we're gonna kinda go for that.
0: So it, use the polytunnel for the for the chilies for the, chilies the, and tomatoes toma- really, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And what about the leeks and the spring onions you mentioned? They're out there outside.
2: Sprouts as well. Sprouts outside as well. They sprouts, leeks, all of that stuff can go in in May and you 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 kinda harvest them, you can pick them by November to January so you're still pulling things out of the garden in this
0: is that why we have sprouts at Christmas <laughs> yeah. that's,
2: that's exactly, exactly where I, I always I, wonder that yeah. I, yeah. they take a long time I, I, I uh, robbed a few days have sprouts this Christmas now Um <laughs> to been yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ten are being passed here <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they're gorgeous there's, there's nothing better
1: we've always done sprouts are really easy to grow because you just put them in the ground and just, they grow
2: fair. I was probably telling you last year we, there was one year about two years ago three years ago where we had so many sprouts. We and Dave drove around in the community centre minibus, and I think we fed 40 families of sprouts for Christmas Day. Incredible. It yeah. And
0: yeah, 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 great. Uh, for, just looking at the time of year, we're in January at the moment, you know, okay, a few weeks before Christmas there, we had a really, really cold spell. Yeah. But here we are today, and it's so mild. Dylan, yeah. you're in the T-shirt. <laughs>
3: yeah, You know, yeah, it's
0: yeah. so mild today. Yeah. So, like... Come next week, they're talking about snow and frost.
2: Yeah.
0: So what What would you advice? Would you give to people that when the weather can change so much?
1: Well, if you still have grounds, the likes of if you have any kind of bushy plants that are grown for uh, fruit or that like that, do you say you put a kind of a clot around them just to keep them warm, or even like if you're growing normal plants outdoors, just say put a clot around them. Uh, just to keep them warm, and uh, to
2: keep the soil warm, then a bit of cardboard, over it, stuff like that, just to keep the the wind. But the if you if you are growing things like uh, garlic and onions, which traditionally we do from September October until June July, so they garlic needs frost, garlic wants frost, because what happens is you put one clove of garlic in the ground, and then the frost comes, and it makes it split. So it's mm. split now. The one the one clove that's gone into the ground is now possibly four or five split cloves, which then when the tall comes and the spring comes, they grow out. And that's your traditional looking garlic then with about eight cloves on it. So that's why garlic needs frost and um, onions to, to an extent.
1: Yeah. And we've been fairly lucky here beside the sea that we don't get that much of a frost in any way. Yeah, know yeah. What I mean? So where if you went up, I have... Uh, I work with a lad that has an allotment in Ballyferma. There always like this time of year, just before Christmas, it was frozen over. The whole place was frozen over. It was a two degree difference between here, or a like three degree difference between Ringsend and Ballyferma. Um, Incredible,
0: yeah, isn't it? it was just yeah, of the yeah, yeah.
2: Saying that though, we have water barrels, both here in the centre, and I have one in my own garden, <coughs> which is right on the daughter. Both barrels are right on the daughter and this. Previous December, start of December, mid-December, whenever it got really cold there, they were frozen solid. So we did get, yeah. we but did go well under this, yeah, ends, yeah. this, this year. Yeah.
1: But I don't think, I, I think the ground doesn't freeze because of the, the salty air. Maybe, yeah. It's yeah. the yeah. air, where that's because it's, it's pure water. Like, yeah, it's not, it rainwater. It's yeah. rainwater, so it freezes over fairly easy. Like the, the, the pool out there was frozen over uh, mm. where the fish are. Had to break that off as well, like, but I don't because we're the ground doesn't freeze over as much, like the soil and
0: stuff like that. It's much better. Yeah. We're in a, a, I suppose, a cost of living crisis at the moment. Mm-hmm. Obviously, prices in supermarkets, prices in shops, and yeah. all that gone up. So, would you recommend for people to, you know, grow their own yeah, uh, yeah, veg and, and, and that? And how would they how would they go about getting an allotment?
1: Well, I know there's here that was kind of a, a luxury for them. Uh, a few of them around the area wanted them. So I think you just done a lottery for them back ten years ago, fifteen years ago, whatever it was. Uh, but I know you can go if you go to the your local uh council, so Dublin City mm. Council, and say I want an allotment. They have to kind of find an allotment for you now. Does it? There is ones in the park. And I believe there's a three or four year wait. That's in
0: Ringsend Park.
1: Ringsend Park. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a three or four year wait in this it. Yeah. Uh, so the, the only thing
2: speaking, I, I don't know how how rough from speaking here or how allowed how them them allowed say this but a lot of them plots are not being used in rings in right and this weed and I know one or two of the gardeners who were complaining that this weed the bind weed grown, grown from yeah. some allotments that aren't being taken care of it's gone and it's ruining the whole thing
1: well I believe if you don't use it, it should be taken away from it yeah 100% yeah. so that's it Like if you don't use it maybe for one year give them a year grace if they don't come back the following season then just it's gone you know because it's, it's a waste because a lot of people want to do it. But even if you live in an apartment block, you can grow on your balcony. You know what I mean? Can you? Yeah.
0: And yeah, Even yeah. pots. Pots, yeah.
1: Simple pots. Well, you, you can see. You now, it's not, it's not uh, veg, fruit or vegetables, but the girl across the way from the, the community centre here grows outside in you know, all pots. She lives on the, the bottom floor of the apartments, and it's out on the main road. Like, it's like a jungle in the summer. Like a jungle in the summer. <laughs> yeah, and It's yeah. unbelievable flowers she has in it. She's really, really good. I'd say if she had her own garden, It'll be a Chelsea garden, as they say. Because, uh, yeah, you just need pots. That's all. Uh, I know a few from the flats are growing like, tomatoes on the balcony. So,
2: yeah, you can grow them. Par, part of the reason why I, I, I grow, you're talking about the cost of living. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to save. You're not going to save yourself, like, you know. Lots of money. Lots of money. You will yeah, save yeah. some money, but the, 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 the attraction for me is if you go into a supermarket or anything like that and your boy a bag of carrots, a bag being the being the term that I don't like because it's more plastic that you don't need to buy. Plastic. Mm, mm. So if you're growing your own veg for every, you know, head of lettuce you grow, you're not buying the plastic with it. That's where I, that's where I like just to it. Yeah, and The sustainability Yeah, yeah it I just don't that. like yeah, buying yeah. plastic if I don't have to. Yeah. And the it, taste, it tastes better as well. Does it does taste better.
1: You haven't got that spray that's on it. You can, all, even with apples, you can taste the kind of it. It's like a, the film around the, the apple Elvis the supermarket if you grow your own the the difference is the actual
2: be. the apple dave's apple tray last year was brilliant um we we got a we got a press we got a, an, an apple press and we got a juicer and we got i don't know 300 apples yeah. 200 Domic, cider <laughs> boomers well it was only it was apple juice <laughs> <laughs> was, but I was tell you what it was it would quench your thirst apple juice I perfect. we'd only get
1: like we only
2: get 3 or 4 bottles out of this but we got I about mean, we got about or yeah tw- no we got about 15-20 I mean, bottles uh, yeah. so it was deadly it was, oh, was Home, homemade homemade apple <laughs> juice <laughs> gorgeous I tried cider about 3 years
1: ago but it was
2: <laughs> <laughs> now this year we have we, we had our first full year of a, of a grape plant which we have in the polytunnel and it it's really surprised us with its uh, with the fruit we produced but it can only get better now right. so next year there might be enough for a glass of wine hopefully uh, with the grapes that were grown. we took it out it was
1: outside and we took it out of the ground and we put it into a pot and we put the pot outside the polytunnel and we were saying Stayed.
2: that's not coming back Just all of off. so the roots are outside getting the cold the coldness it needs and the the rain it needs but the but the vine is growing in, it's inside it's growing up, uh, right up now it's it's half it's covered in, last last summer it covered half the polytunnel we
1: expect this
2: summer it will cover the full polytunnel yeah,
0: hopefully. And, and people you're talking about polytunnels there are they expensive
1: uh, it depends what one you want to go if you go for a good quality one that's going to last you Yes. You know, the one that we have out there, was probably it's probably about 15 feet, 20 feet long. Yeah. It was €700. But you can buy them. I have one I bought out of, I don't know where I bought it, out of a builder's quality somewhere, and it was, I think it was €150. It's the same size, but the plastic's not the quality on it, you know what I mean? So you probably only get about three or four years out of that one. But if you're planning on doing it for long term, spend that extra because it's well worth it. Like I said, tomatoes we got now. If you have the it's space, especially yeah, space as, well. as well, space is a big thing,
2: obviously. You know, but, but you can yeah, buy a little yeah. small one as well that you can put on
1: your the balcony as well that are only 20 euro. You can get them in the likes of little's or Aldi's. The, the little greenhouses, little yeah. The greenhouses, and you can grow little small chili plants, tomato plants, bush tomato plants. Uh, so yeah. So but if you like
2: cooking, there's nothing better than. Going out to the garden and, and even even the, stuffing, the head, yeah. even the stuffing even the stuffing I made this Christmas was my own thyme, my own parsley, my own sage, um and my own onions. So I mean, all of that mixed up in your own when you're sitting there at Christmas Day eating your own stuffing. It's your own food. Great. Absolutely. absolutely. Uh,
0: so starting off, January it is people want new activities, I suppose, if anyone listening in. Um, what where do they start off with a what What's the basic things for them to do?
1: Well, to go out, well, it depends where you're living, I suppose. If you have a garden, you just dedicate a space where it's going to get sun for most of the day. Uh, and then just get the proper soil. You'll start probably doing seeds from the end of January, maybe tomato seeds from the end of January, uh, up until Cod in March. So get your get your seeds probably ready now and see what you want. Yeah, pick yeah,
2: what? you kind of have to visualize what you how you it's to going to yeah. look. Yeah, that's There's
1: no point going out and buying like wherever if you don't eat beetroot. There's no point buying beetroot. So, yeah. like, if you eat tomatoes, buy tomato plants. Tomatoes. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Uh, <clears throat> if you wanted to start off, we're out doing the seeds. You can buy them like half grown, say in the middle of February onwards. But if you want to do them from seeds, you kind of start doing them from January. Uh, the, the, just pick what you want. The really ones is easy is tomato plants because they're just full of water, so just you have to keep them
2: watered. Yeah.
1: Uh, Next one then is probably lettuce. Lettuce is fairly easy to put that in the ground. Once it starts growing, you can pick the leaves off and it'll just keep growing. We done lettuce this year and we just had so much of it. Now there's only probably probably forty plants. Individual plants, but we just kept taking the leaves, but we just
0: kept going back and back and back. And just, loads so, and yeah, loads
2: yeah. of letters, yeah so, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. so that's the easiest. I swear by uh, YouTube, and if you don't know what you're doing, I swear by YouTube and so these sites on social media, and yeah. um, swear by them. Yeah. They just you learn there's so much information for you there. As a total novice, you can just type into YouTube. Growing for beginners. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Just, you yeah. know, but there's plenty of videos. Out yeah, yeah. But
0: like as you, I said, like I'm as sure. as you yeah.
1: said earlier, like with the carrots, we had a bad season this year. Or yeah, well, a few mm-hmm. years. You put it in
2: the ground. If it doesn't grow, it doesn't grow. If it does, it's yeah. a bonus, You know what I mean? If a carrot doesn't grow, an apple will. So like that, you <laughs> know. <laughs> if one, if it's <laughs> it bad, something. if it's bad for one year for something, it'll be good for something else. Yeah. It's just finding the, the balance yeah. of what 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 it is you're yeah. looking
1: for. Put it in the ground. If it grows, it grows. If it doesn't. What, what can you, you do what can you do yeah. start again. start again start you know again I mean. and i know a lot of people probably are disheartened when they do start off and nothing grows like but well, just keep at it because you will get it right we started not knowing anything like as i said my dad had the allotment before me i hadn't a clue what but i just took up and
0: you get you get get, you, you get, get addicted. yeah yeah it. you yeah,
1: know we'll yeah. be here till, especially during the summer you're probably here till 8 o'clock at night i've
2: just, there's nothing better than sitting down and just looking at your allotment on, a, on the end of it especially if you do a, a good two hours work on it and You're sitting and you're after being digging something or you're after being you know looking after some plants or whatever and you just sit down yeah. and grab an apple off the tree and just sit there and uh, just looking at your allotment
1: then, just one of the summers probably three years ago I was there and done a bit of work I was on my own and it was about six o'clock I stopped and there was a lot of building going on around so it was a lot of but that kind of stopped so sat down on the bench, and I woke up at eight o'clock that night. <laughs> 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 I was like, Where are we? Where are we? So yeah, that no, it's there's nothing better to be doing. Uh, it's really, really good, and the way people are talking about mental health, it's it's really good for your mental health as well. That's you know, very you know, important, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're out in the air, uh, you're enjoying yourself. You're, you're keeping fit. The owner you don't think you're, but you're working every. There's
2: actually a there's actually a chart going around the internet there, of gardening versus gym. So all the stuff you do in the gym with your row machine and with your you know weights and weights, which are yeah, like, with your yeah, yeah. uh, cross walking thing and um gardening has a has an, an exact opposite exercise in gardening that does the exact same thing as did you get in the gym. And it's and it's free. And, and it's
0: well, free
1: reasonably yeah, free. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, free. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so. the, like it is, it's really enjoyable. that right? Like and the crack that we have like oh look at my well, mine's better than yours like you know nice <laughs> like, you well know? as well as that we we have a barbecue area here as well me and dylan and we've used so much from our allotments in the barbecue the, yeah. the lettuce the onions yeah. the chilies you know what i mean tomatoes. yeah yeah we use it all for the barbecue the,
2: the tomatoes go into the kebabs amazingly and <laughs> on, on the burgers the onions go on to the burgers and
1: you know so yeah so we we get our enjoyment out of you know as well like loads of different ways
0: But there you are, get started, get your garden growing. Uh, Dave, Dylan, thanks a lot for coming into us. That's great, Uh, Today We'll be talking to you regularly, uh, of course, over the year to find out a lot more and uh, find out how those carrots are (laughs) doing.
1: Thank you.
2: Bye-bye. Mick.
3: Come and join us at our Retro Café. Open weekdays from 10 until 2 here in the Community Centre. Come and check out our Karen's Culinary
2: Delights. You're listening to the Community News Desk on Rick Radio.
0: Yes, you are listening to Rick Radio Community News Desk. We're now going to delve into our archives to listen to an interview that Dylan and Charlie Bowden did with local legend Paddy McGuinness about his footballing career.
2: Mr Paddy McGuinness, tell us uh, a couple of stories. (laughs) Tell us, where did it start? Where was your first club?
4: Uh, Cambridge. I played for Cambridge. uh, I was always very lucky to... um, with the p- some of the players I played with like at that, that Cambridge side now at that stage I was playing full back a, the manager was a guy called Ray Maguire right, uh, Jackie true. Bailey Kenneth Gregg Jackie Paul Bailey Cleary. he played for United didn't he yeah. yeah Jackie what a player now you could yeah. see he was miles ahead of everybody mm-hmm. else but there was some great fella in goal call, call, called Alan Bourne Christy Murphy played on that team. Rocky but you know that that was a real, th- a real, real good side. But to try and get into it was nearly. Impreg- well, I was, as I said at that stage I was a, a fullback, so I couldn't really break into that side. So I went and signed for Shells then. Yeah. And I was I was regular there. I played for the fourth team up there when I was only fifteen. Drafted in. The senior side. Yeah. Very good. With a fellow called Dermot Shields from Donnybrook, I ended up playing with him later and later on and <coughs> in, in years, you know. Yeah. He was a fabulous player. Yeah, but that that's, that was it. I started to stop playing football because I was into the music as well. Uh, yeah, at that
2: stage, the party the, 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 the after gig parties. turning <laughs> yeah. up for a match at eleven. Then <laughs> it was just
4: all hard work, like with the music at the time. Like, it, it, like I played with, as you know yourself, I played with Shay, and Shay was a hard taskmaster. Yeah. So everything had to be. Um, yeah. You know, there was the no sign. room for that. No, there was no room for anything else. I stopped playing for a little while, and then. Uh, well, I played for Liffey's when I was 15, believe I. I was about 15 and a half. I played for Liffey's with all the greats, Paddy Bourne and, and Dipper and Callow. It was yeah. between Callow and... If Callow didn't turn up, you had the great John Heavy. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. They he were, got what into, what into someone's team. John, no, we had a chat about John and John. Who, a a did, who
2: did, did John get into someone's team? I don't <laughs> think
3: so, no. But he was... Um, John was he played most yeah, he of his class. So I was telling it. this story where I used to play in goal and John would stand beside me telling ah, me jokes that's what it was, that's what it was. Yeah. And, uh, absolute gentleman yes, give him a smoke that's what you yeah, say if you're yeah. on the, you
4: know, I remember going down to watch him you know, <laughs> I think somebody was talking about uh, there was it last week or the week before they were talking about the CY and Liffey's many years ago I remember that when there was a kid going down um, I'm, I'm watching them games you know what I mean and I remember standing behind the goal and he was standing in the middle of the goal and he had a cigarette here in, in his hand <laughs> no in his way. finger you
2: know <laughs> in between in, his little you know, finger,
4: finger and, and, and his big finger right. you know and uh, he's trying to pull out and the ball came it was amazing I don't know who it was uh, Pongo Penston had a shot or now O'Neill one of them super players and it was flying into the top corner and he up he went pushed around the bar and landed and he never never broke the smoke you know <laughs> <laughs> I was I wonder, again, it was an was amazing was, guy, was, like. was the
2: smoke uh, was it 10 players <laughs> I don't know what it was but it was, it was so, as a young player it was just it was surreal like
3: he <laughs> was he was class he was uh, a great character an <coughs> absolute great character
4: we well, remember later on like, uh, I stopped playing I came back playing and I was signed for a bridge you know yeah and uh, Joe Joe yeah uh, Joe Chester. Uh, Joe, no. Joe, Joe Fish was the manager. Oh Joe yeah. Right, and we were playing time and bond out in out there. Do you remember did you ever yeah, play that t- yeah, on that pitch of p- Yeah. But the pool was there. Yeah. And it's yeah. sort of a courtyard where yeah. you started a bottles. <laughs> is that the cuckoo's nest? Is that where it is? No, the yeah. old, the old barn the The old barn, roll bond, road, the old bond road, road Okay. <laughs> but uh, we, we were playing in there one day. Would have been the country then Yeah, that's well, yeah, there, yeah, it was actually. Yeah. the play uh, it was a hellhole to get out of with a, a result but uh, Jarvis the manager and the ball was towards. then Christy Rowney cleared the ball and it went into the uh, into the courtyard or whatever it was you know the back of the Pope and he had a mannequin with a suit, a sailor suit on him. And he ran over and he says, Throw out the ball, will you? <laughs> <laughs> and nothing, you know, and he says, Throw out the ball, is there something wrong with you? You're stupid, you're deaf or something. And then, when he turned around, the referee and I was on the ground laughing. He like, said, Joe, it's a mannequin by <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love
0: it.
3: Uh,
4: that was Bridge United. One of my fondest memories.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, brilliant, brilliant. Job in, Job in, actually signed me for Bridge. I was at the being out w- I was up the being out in Walkerson and John brought me back into the rings and I was <sighs> playing for Brazen they was smashing aside Billy Bolton and Jimmy Bean and all but Christy was playing you know and John Murphy and yeah. I was so cracked Johnny Chester yeah, yeah. Uh, Mohan what's was the chap fly, uh, Jerry Monahan. Jerry Monahan playing up front yeah you know, yeah
2: great yeah, crack, crack. Jerry, Johnny Chester used to always tell me a story about uh, when they went out they went out to a match one time with a cup and they were playing out and uh, what's that one out by Hout it's not uh, Woodbine is it uh, Grange Woodbine Grange Woodbine yeah and uh, they were playing they were meant to be a good side at the time and they all got out with the, the van some in the back of someone's van no
4: I'll tell you where that was That was. I'll tell you who that was we were playing uh, oh Jesus Freddie Dome played for them um, Dodder Celtic Dodder I ah, yeah, oh, was yeah. at that match oh, with the business I'll never forget that as long as I lived he travelled on the on the yoke with Johnny Johnny Magali yeah. you know and out they went to play Dada. Dada were Premier Day, right. mm. and when they arrived, uh, the matches were eleven. They arrived at twenty-two eleven. Right. right. And the side of the door out, <laughs> cloud of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> right. Danny right. Hill got out for <laughs> Johnny <laughs> Kester. Probably got out with dry rage. <laughs> 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 <And, and laughs> these are all warming up on the pitch. All oh, all that's you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you remember Joe Boyce? <laughs> yeah, remember Joe Boyce? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, was the manager, and he, he was standing there, and he was. What's going on here? <laughs> and they bet them 3 2. <laughs> <laughs> Andy broke his finger in goal. Freddie Bizza broke his. What a match. I'll never forget <laughs> that as long as <laughs> I live. <laughs> that's, the, that's the story. A <laughs>
1: <of laughs> gang of gangsters. Oh, I'm of telling the you,
4: they're having to be there, Dermot, to see you. <laughs> the big yeah. cloud of smoke. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's what it's all about, you know. Yeah,
2: bridge, yeah. So, uh, are we are we ready to put you on the block and give us your best ever 11 that you played with? Well, yeah. Well, we started with the keeper there, didn't we, anyway? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, no. I, uh, I, I oh, no, we, didn't. no we haven't started yet. We haven't started.
4: That's right. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have played with John Heavey or at or these guys. Uh, but, you know, the one person with pads are like... I mean, that that, that particular season when we won the f a a Junior, uh, like, uh, what people didn't realise in, in, in that time, in 1979, every side in the, in the particular league was a cracking side. Yeah you know what I mean and we had a cracking side you know to be able to to play with a side like that was amazing but it was to have the people with the tools and, and the, the players I'm picking now had all the tools like Padzar was just who, you know. who
3: was the manager Paddy that, that's what uh, Noel Kearney
4: yeah no, I was only a kid like yeah, yeah. when <coughs> Khan said me, he said to Noel <coughs> Kearney get a hold of that young fella he has something about him you know what I mean I think it was at like the scoring 50 or 60 goals for a bridge that was only Division 2 or something yeah. I scored 50 or 60 goals that season and I started with the CY and uh, Noel Curnan took me <coughs> under his wing uh, his philosophy was fab- you know his philosophy
3: was yeah. just he was an amazing an amazing man I never I never met a man like that but the, you listen to any of the lads you know and looking at the sheet here and, and the ones Paza talked about yeah. they all had to, to total respect Yeah, absolute yeah. total respect for the man you know yeah.
4: But Padzer was, you know, uh, he was just Mr. Reliable. Yeah, you know, yeah. and he and he always was, and you know the one thing I n- never leave me about Padzer is the day of the c- uh, the cup final against uh, Eastward. I mean, holy mother of God, it was like the Alamo. Really? Yeah, uh, I was like the Alamo now. I'm telling you, once we scored, it was like the Alamo. So he's a one-nil up and he's got. One nil up and, and the, r- the lads did the rest to, to back forward in my opinion and uh, t- we, had, we had the centre forward because I was injured and I think Jakey was suspended so we had a centre half playing centre forward that day yeah. you know what I mean so it was, it was all men behind the the. the yeah, yeah. what was the, the business favourite saying yeah. round the wagons yeah. mm. <laughs> it was like an Ice. Apache attack but they, they came through and pads are never losing. I watched them even when I wasn't playing with them yeah, And he was always re- the most reliable guy I ever
3: had. That's, ride that's ride. the tale. He was in mine as well now, you know, but it's, it's, he's bravest. Oh, he was amazing. You know. He'd die for you. Yeah, absolutely, you know. The only oh. thing now, he's... His knees he used to go forward in the the ball and the kick outs. Yeah. No, or, uh. <laughs> well he,
4: he played.
3: <laughs> That's coming from you. Yeah. <laughs> but he played in agony the, the Absolutely. Rapto really, yeah. did. Mummy oyster. used to. whatever you want to call it, yeah, but he had the bandages, I swear to God. Paddy yeah. Jones sponsored him for And a few. he lives he
4: lives <laughs> the club at the minute with the same passion and has done as long as I know him. Uh, <laughs> the last thirty years or how uh, long he's there. <laughs> yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> And now,
3: now you have his own young play playing yeah. the goal now you know and yeah. Paul is playing now you know so roll her up keep it going Yeah well you know full back Freddie Dunn I mean
4: I, I'd I mentioned Jack Dunn but uh, I only played one season with Jack but I had, uh, I, had I played a season with, with Freddie Is Freddie a
2: brother? No, or no Freddie was no, the, business,
4: the brother. business brother OK
3: yeah. Christie's brother, yeah.
4: Yeah, he played for Liffy's and he played he played I played where I had
3: a few seasons with him at Hammond Lane and what a player. Yeah, he played in that cup final against he p- would have played for Liffeys or uh, for a CY in the junior cup. That's true, right, he would have, yeah. He yeah. played that day against uh, against in me. Yeah um, but uh, Yeah Alfred he was gonna smash player. Great experience. Yeah. He was
4: cute uh, and he yeah. read the game well and, and he was a pleasure to play with because you know, he kept everything in you know what I mean? He, he was a, a talker too, hard. wasn't
3: he? Oh, always yapping, yeah.
4: Yeah, he kept everyone in front of him right and he kept everyone yeah. beside him right. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, that's why I'd put him
3: in. Uh, Not that he was a good singer now, Paddy.
4: Oh, well, oh, yeah, he, he, he always he thought he, <laughs> yeah, he, he was better than me. The bass does <laughs> too. You know, yeah, the difference of being, out being able to sing is you can sing anything, anytime, yeah. anywhere, yeah. and they yeah. can't. <laughs> uh, I can. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm only joking, Freddie. And who's your other fullback back you now? The other full-back was, uh, it's the first experience, I'll never forget it again, uh, only a kid signing, myself and Gregor signed for the CY, and out we went to Dingle. What a side now. Who, and Gregor? Uh, Sean uh, Greg. Ah, Sean Greg, yeah. yeah. And uh, there was myself, him, uh, and a fella called Tony Creed, who's from Sheriff Street, what from player as well, uh, making our debut. You know what I mean? Uh, funny story. You know, they uh, were in the dressing room and Stingers and Joe Smith had everything in their bags. Knee bands, you name it, they yeah. had it, you know. And Sean said to, uh, to Stingers, he says, me knee is in bits, he says, there's anything you can do. There's stuff in me bag, just grab something, Sean. Grab a knee band and put it on, you be grand, you're nervous. So we up. T- uh, I don't know did you ever play on dangle's L ground? Up the yeah, hill, yeah. You know? yeah. So we come out. We played an L. He had an L ten shed, and we come out and up the hill, and we were the last two or three out. You know what I mean? And I had me back to him, and I ran up, and everyone's breaking their heart laughing. Says, "What the bleeding hell? What's wrong now?" Now I turned around. The first thing I thought of, what did he do now? and he had an ankle band on his knee
3: I was shocked. making his I'm debut like. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't have you got a left shin guard an ankle band on his but knee but
4: that, but that day in particular like, uh, I'll never forget it I swear to this day uh, I, it's, still, it's still with me uh, Georgie Desai took a free kick just outside our box the cannon right and he hit the ball and I was up top and the ball flew by my head I would say it was on the 18 yard line you know it what I mean, flew by you. and if, it was like a cannonball. No. I'm not exaggerating. The ball flew by me ear, like, and it hit the crossbar, and went back to their goalkeeper. That's how hard he hit the ball. It was an amazing. He was an amazing guy.
3: Did you ever see him hit the ball? Ah, oh, one oh, One of the fellows I would have looked <laughs> up to. Well, well.
4: You know, Georgie was uh, <coughs> another one of these players. You'd have him in your first eleven all the time. He was so reliable, and he, yeah. you gu- guarantee it when the when the. You know, when the going got tough, he'd pull something out of the bag for
3: you. Yeah, he was yeah. just so Pazza, was, Pazza had him in his side last week, and, and right. it was one of those. I oh, actually never played with Georgie, although we're mates for a long, long time now, but never actually played with Georgie. But I think Padza had him down for 25 goals or something like that, that in one season. Yeah, he yeah. would have. You know, from full back. Yeah. That's you know, that's right, that's yeah. The, and he didn't take the penals. It's yeah. unheard of. You know.
4: He, had, he didn't, I never, you know, to this day, there was only one other guy that I knew could hit the ball like him. It was a fella called... Uh, he played for Begsborough, I forget his name, a little fat guy, you think he could, he, was, he would remind you of Jimmy, J- uh, Jimmy Caveney after Dublin, yes, wow. yeah. Tony Groves, was that his name I think? Well, like that I remember Mocky got injured and I got in ground he hit the ball like that yeah, get out of the way Now I tried to catch it and I went into the net <laughs> <laughs> you know
3: when
4: you're not a goalkeeper you know just <laughs> <laughs> so so as well it wasn't in front of yeah. the, yeah, the, train, the like, don't face don't hit me
3: face <laughs>
4: <laughs> but like that you know Damn, he got the stingers like
2: he's <laughs> in everyone's team we have no, seen no, him I mean, today Paddy and I said to him uh, we're, we're, we're after you we're looking for you you're coming in soon and he wouldn't uh, he's not biting he won't bite he's not fighting. He, he said Gay Bourne had said to him already that uh, if Larry's picking his team he'd probably pick himself 11 times <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. poor Larry
4: gra- I swear to God he'd only pay subs once though yeah. <laughs> oh, if he did <laughs> so go on what's Larry uh, he was something else you know you couldn't put into words how good of a player that lad was he was just you know, he read the game well he he die for you he, he protected everybody on the pitch yeah. you know what I mean he, he, he just marked all the he, he
3: just but even even audience. when he played you know all it you know no matter who you were playing everybody knew Larry. Yeah. everybody yeah. respected Larry yeah. you know even referees so everybody respected yeah. Larry you know
4: yeah. that's why he was so well gotten the skill boys yeah I? You know. but remember uh, you know years ago as you, as you know I had to finish when I was 27 yeah. uh, knee gave up and uh, I forget who it was asked me to play over 35 of them. I hadn't played in a couple of years as you can imagine 5 or 6 years and here we were playing the vintage and Larry's playing centre half and he says it's great to see you back out on the pitch, I said, yeah, sure, look. It. I'll probably seize up after half an hour. I think f- five minutes later, I ended up in the trace. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty gave me. Right. I said, I said, Larry. told I you a bit of a crack. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. You're not able for the donkey out. That's what he's At this stage, he's, f- he's in his 40s now. Yeah. You know? massive. Unbelievable. But Brilliant. beside him, you know, I do said it, um... I was only talking to and Greg on Sunday on the phone. Uh, he was with Bainard and Beanard put him on. We were having a good old chat. And i would say it to him anytime time I meet him. Sean Gregg was the gift, the best, the most gifted player out of all the brothers.
3: Gay, Gay. G- it was Gay said it. Now he's in, my, he's in again my side. Yeah. For and he, he was brilliant for, for me. Yeah. You know, and as sometimes the players at that age
2: are, you know. I know Sean all my life. Because Sean was a neighbour of mine yeah. and I never, till we done this show a few weeks ago, start with the team's I never put Sean Gregg down as a footballer. Ah, well, I'll imagine. tell you one thing. <sighs> but I, I, you I, don't know I, what you missed. Don't get me wrong. I, I know he was a football brain, but I'd never seen him play. But when
3: it, when he, as I said, when, <laughs> it, when he played and all, you know, he, he probably doesn't realise the effect he sort of had on me as, as a player going through. You know, talking to you, putting you right, even the, you know, the yeah. bit of crack with him and all the rest of it. But when he crossed that football line, over that white line, Sean was nailed in. Knew yeah. exactly what had to be done. You know, smashing, smashing player. Now, I know he played with starting to come to his end, but um, still, on or off the pitch, yeah, just yapping away yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah,
4: but yeah, I'd say, you know, the thing I'd say uh, just through my experiences with Sean, I mean, I played with him as a striker and I played with him beside him, uh, you know what I mean, years later, uh, in, in the back four. Yeah. And the only thing that went against Sean was he, he was too nice, if you know what I mean. He's, yeah. he,
2: he wouldn't kick you he wouldn't put you in the trace like no,
4: no, no, no. We, were, we were playing a match for a bridge we had a, we had a really good bridge side down there now and I think it was around 1982 like we were cracking cracking side one of the best sides in Rings End now and I don't say that and jest that really was a cracking side at that time the CY were struggling you know and, and Rings End Rovers were weren't uh, uh, started to destroy the forest that they yeah. became yeah. you know they, they became a big <coughs> forest, you know the UGB would have been a big team, would they? The UGB, but the UGB were from Roebuck. Okay. Yeah, they yeah. are from Rowbuck. Uh, you know, there's No Nowler
3: no no, no done and all of that side, was it? Nowler and... No. No. With no. no, no, br- Bridge. With Bridge, the yeah. Bridge side, yeah.
4: Uh, Parker, Keeley said something last week and, you know, if I'd have played more with Noel i I'd have had him on my team because you know what uh, he never let anybody down yeah, ever yeah. Uh, and I, I watched him years later even when he was coming when his knees were going playing for it Noel Lord rest him up in yeah. Dennybrook. Yeah, yeah, and he'd never let him down <laughs> you know I, I, I sort of commended uh, to myself uh, Parker for uh, yeah, mentioning yeah. him because he does deserve a mention yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely 100% but that, that's the back four probably going on a bit so we've got Sean we've got, got Sean stars. Greg
2: left full we've got Larry no no th- Sean th-
3: would have been centre a half
4: Sean and Larry Dawn in the centre of the back four Freddie right full and Georgie left full ok sorry yeah ok and Then we come yeah oh, a known song here It uh, rings um, Peter Dorgan did you ever hear Peter Dorgan I Dargan?
3: did I did yeah,
4: yeah. what a player look like. <laughs> what a player you had Jack Dawn and right full Is that him? Um. Just uh, yeah, you had Jack Dunn with that team, right? Yeah. And Jack Dunn and Peter Dargan, nothing got down the right, nothing got down the right with them two. And I mean,
2: Peter Peter was uh, Peter. he's from Southlots Okay,
4: yeah, you know, but he's, you know, he was a real unassuming type of guy as a player. You, know, you never, you know, airs or graces about him. He just got out on the pitch and done what he doing best. He was yeah. a very very good player. You know, one of the best wide players I ever played with ever now ever the my any, uh, in all the years I played football uh, I wouldn't have had anybody else on the right, right on the yeah. real pads are to tell you the same For a known
3: song hero. you know ah, so it's nice every now and again to get me and you know when you get yeah, somebody that don't know of. all of a sudden somebody yeah.
4: a I could name you know I could name a hundred players yeah. in rings end uh, yeah, we'll get back to uh how bright the future looks uh, later on maybe but uh the future does look bright and, and it's all down to the ground the hard work that people are doing uh, uh behind the scenes and the, you know they look the, the y- yourself Dylan uh the young two young lads that's running the fourteens and especially all the lads that are running the under age they're doing a fantastic yeah. job you know and you know and that's why the future's gonna be s- yeah. in safe hands
3: and then you see that you know we we've said it a million times here now, the girls. Yeah. Well I mean, the girls are f- absolutely flying now at the yeah. moment, you know. We've loads of sides coming on and it's great to see them being involved. You know, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Your Rachel yeah. would have been a, a smashing yeah, player. When one yeah. we put yeah.
4: that side together, that's, we were walking through the... P- I was walking through the park, we were run- trying to rebuild Cambridge at the time. Yeah, uh, I'll never forget it. And I asked Bean to give me a hand. Uh, and we were walking through the park at Brendan's Cottages and there eight young ones with Kathleen Hawkins. And being, I was standing looking at them, and I was saying, what do you think? And I was going over to Cyprus uh, that summer um, uh, to, f- to play music for for the year, you know. And uh, I came back and they were at the win in the league. Uh, and uh, three or four of them got international, the international caps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, won't, they got to the, f- the as an intermediate, right, they got to the... All Ireland Cup final, like the FAI Junior of yeah, Ladies, uh, and played one of the best sides in, in, in Ireland at the time, Limerick. But I mean, it, 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 at that time, again, there wasn't that much for them, and it's, you have to commend the people that are taking it on yeah, board. Yeah, as I
3: say, it died, it died off for a long time, but to see it down there, four or five pitches, training, yeah. girls, it's great, yeah. it's brilliant. Yeah,
4: yeah. it is, <coughs> anyway
3: you push on there Paddy
4: yeah well you know what can I say about Con Hunt? <laughs> centre made now yeah yeah well you know what a geez, he was just phenomenal yeah you know what I mean? he was in someone's uh, team last
2: week
3: he was in Padzers yeah. yeah or he was in Gays actually he was Gays, in Gays yeah. team
4: yeah you know, he, he was tr- Gays minder well yeah. he was every, he was yeah, everybody's yeah. minder you know <laughs> but you know people seen him as a basher but the amount of respect he held in the game I mean I remember when we were 19 or 20 uh, when I was finished with the CY and uh, up playing with Hammond Lane and, and Workman's Club and we'd go out for a point and we'd talk to all the people up in the Liberties no matter where we'd be Conant De- Twinkle toes they called him. Mm-hmm. they had so much respect for him I'm talking about all the top top players yeah, yeah. from St Francis and what uh, Cherry who, Arter Who
2: was he like Paddy give us a famous footballer who would have played like who would you? Johnny Giles. P- Sorry.
4: He tough, was a hard... Tough no nonsense.
1: Yeah.
3: He
4: was, he was hard. He was fair. You, know I mean? yeah, yeah. uh, well. yeah. you know what I mean? he was classy
1: on the ball as well.
4: He pick out a pass. You know what I mean? All he ever done... Was, uh, there were so many good players mm. around him that he didn't have to be fancy. Mm. And It's very hard when you have the talent that he had uh, not to not he well. restrained yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. He, he had that to a fine art mm. that he could restrain himself mm. and just do the job that was needed in front of Stingers
3: a Roy Kane.
4: he was amazing yeah, yeah. 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 and he'd score the goals <coughs> <that> when you <coughs> needed them you know that type of player and beside him he had Joe Smith what a player I mean he's just, he just a brilliant player Joe
3: Smith do you remember Joe Stevie Highway. St- Steve is my Stevie <sighs> Joe, Joe, Joe i have said it before when he drove in in the Capri into the flats you yeah know, and that was him. Exactly. He's oh, yeah. oh, To me, it was always... Do you remember Minder? Yeah. 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 That's and the pro. Here I Joe Joe would have been a lot older than I am, but I was living in a f- in, in wheeling house, and we're looking down, and in comes this Capri, and he's picking up his, his girl, you know, and they're getting into the car, and all yeah, I could hear was yeah. the music in the background <laughs> the, the, the Minder, you know? Uh,
4: <laughs> you know, he was, <laughs> he was something else, and, and I'll never forget that, like Mick McCann was coming on the scene. Know, and they were simmering there because Mick McCann if he was a bar of chocolate, he'd have melted when <laughs> <summer>. yeah, <laughs> really, yeah. you know, they, they were Yeah, the, Jesus Christ. 40 twirls, we used to call him. <laughs> to go to a dress rehearsal on the pitch, you know, and he's only short of twirling himself,
3: you know. <laughs> uh, Joe jo- jo had the flowing, blonde, flowing yeah. hair flowing so, up the. So way. they
4: were ahead of their time, basically. Yeah. If they'd have
3: made it, like, to later
4: to in the, yeah. the yeah. 80s. Yeah, yeah. 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 uh, Shani Coleman. I don't know whether anybody. Shani Coleman was. Responsible in um, my for winning the Junior Cup for the CY in '79.
3: Right, How uh, he played with Seanney. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was on his own. In the
4: later days now with, with, with Liffey, what so were you signed for? In that particular side, he was on his own. I mean, he's now, he's now top two. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's now top two. The two in the middle were defending. And he got, he d- he got the goal in the quarter final, the semi final, and the final. And once he scored, he never let the side down. He was right here in the uh, across the, the, you know, the just the, the front of the back floor, floor. Yeah, yeah. protecting them he wouldn't uh, let them uh, out yeah. over the halfway line he wouldn't let yeah, them yeah. you know if they were going to get in it was all hoof and stuff but he wasn't getting in with his playing football mm. that's the type of player I
3: think Parco Parker mentioned them last week as well you know okay. Shani and Pazzo would have played with him as well and yeah Sh- Pazzo, know, was and Pazzo was on that team and, and, then, and then Joe Coleman was Shani's brother and they, they'd have been they mean a good family Great yeah football well football Joey family, you know. Joey was a brilliant player absolutely yeah oh. Yeah, up
4: top, Eamon Gainer again. Nobody knew much about Eamon Gainer. <laughs> Believe Eamon? me, yeah. remember Eamon, yeah. He was a fabulous player when he was young.
3: Yeah,
4: I mean, I'm telling you, he should have made it. Like he, he was a real, real good player.
3: He just come down now. He's, he's living up in Beach Hill up there around there. Yeah, That's hasn't got him. a blade of hair. No, and it's well, it's Yeah, yeah. And he'd, he'd be out walking the dogs and that, you know. And he'd come around to the UCD games when playing up there. But Padres, cousin, we cousin the Padgers. But uh, yeah, now th- a lot of people have said that over the years now. Ah, you know, I mean, yeah. sitting having a point, somebody it, it come up about. I'm I mean going to be regularly mentioned. Yeah,
2: yeah. I failed. I, I remember when he was finishing. I, was, I, remember, you know, for I remember. I remember
4: at the time, and I had to finish playing like when I was very young, as we said earlier. And uh, I dedicated my life to the schoolboy football in the area, to try, trying to build up something, you know, for the, to help the kids. There was nothing for them at the time. Cambridge were sort of in the doldrums. Uh, if I'm honest, only Joe Smith around really. Yeah. My Dad ended up getting yeah, involved. D- and, and, and Mr Collins, and B- his name Shay Shay Collins, yeah. So that's and all that was there. They formed the committee. Charlie's father, uh, Joe Smith and Shay Collins, but Joe Smith was the only one that was looking at that team. This is yeah. the other
3: Joe Smith. You know, Joel, Joe, just down there now. Charlie's there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that the other lads decided that they'd look at say raise a few bob, so yeah. they started it the draws and the lads yeah. that were looking at it. On the ground, the football itself, yeah. you know.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a tough slog. But at the point I'm making is, Eamon bought a couple of young pairs of boots. You know, he bought more Rachel for first pair of football because 'Cause right. she'd be with me everywhere. Yeah. With the with the teams yeah. we were running, you know. <coughs> but that's the type of guy Eamon was. Football till I, till I die. Yeah. yeah. Jakey, Jakey was a class player. But you know, again, I only played half a season. Where the all the strikers I'd have played with. Would have been all uh, up the other end in in from Dromina and Crumlin, yeah, uh, and then the boys from the border. Uh, but Jakey was the best in rings, and he was the best striker I played with. Right? He was, he was very good. Jackie Deseg. Okay. George, George, George's brother. Yeah, George. yeah I know Jackie. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know what happened to him the year the uh, the FAI Junior. Uh, Pads will probably be able to tell you more than I. Um, I think he said he was injured or something. Because he? my head was. Or
3: suspended was it? Was he was suspended, suspended or I injured or something like that. Yeah, yeah,
4: because my head was gone like I was I was after getting a bad injury so my heart was broke so to speak did yeah. you
3: hear about Paddy's injury Now, do you want to tell him oh about well
4: it well that, that was so crazy uh, what happened to me I, think we were, I forget who we were playing some time in the country in the in the quarter final of the Leinster Junior and uh, we were, I think we were winning 5-1 I was after getting a hat-trick Jakey got 2 and it was a terrible mucky day and Jakey pulled the ball behind me and I couldn't stop and I hit the goalpost, But someone, in that wisdom, had a, a screw in the... For tying the nets on to. the nets on to. But he had it at the front. Oh, and he there he went.
3: He, and he, pal- he went impaled through. himself on it.
4: Yeah, I was like, I was like, Jesus. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that. So I wouldn't say you said that. Said it was a lot more than that. But that's it uh, was horrendous. Now, as I say, I wasn't there, but I, the, the lads who were said it was an absolutely horrendous injury at the time. You know.
4: Well, but it, you know, it's took a, talking to Daniel about his injury. And I said, Daniel, you know, I know what you're going through, and I know how difficult it is for you because you're so dedicated to, uh, to you know. To, to your football license. But through all I went through I said I had to sit on the bench in the L- L- Junior I had to sit on the bench in the semi-final the Leinster L- Junior watching us getting robbed by our own Aye. you know I don't have to go into that
2: with that
3: <laughs> <laughs> <jóan> anyway that, that's it you know. I've d- you know, it like you know have you got any <pause> come on you know you we, 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 all, we all have it and we we pick these sides and then you're sitting there and saying Oh, I should have put him in. Oh, I should have put him in. Who have you got? He was on the outside David. James ah, was gay,
2: You know. I was
3: thinking, uh, Gay know I mean. I remember walking through the,
4: Gay would be a little bit older than me. He wouldn't be much older than me. You know, but I remember going through the park and him and Davey Langan would be, Davey would have a, a, a chamois ball and Gay would have a golf ball. Now, I'm not joking you. would be flicking it up with that foot and walking along talking.
3: I mean, f- yeah, but a it. golf ball to Gay would be in big. Yeah, look <laughs> yeah it, look it, it, big. it was a big golf ball. It was <laughs> the pitliest. He bought it in the shop. <laughs> but, but Gay often says to he does wearing pads I rub sometimes, and he said to him one day, he said, Do You remember we played in the uh, at a five-a-side. It was a five-a-side in Ringsland Park. And Gay was playing with Larry and that, and, and uh, Larry Donovan and that. Gay says to, to, to Pazza, whatever you do, the only little small box, whatever you do, don't come out, he says, because I'm going to go around you. Now, just before the game even started, you know. So next thing, I'm watching this game from the sideline, and next thing, Gay goes into his own half, goes off the sideline, goes around the back of the crowd, right, all watching the match, and as soon as, I, I can't remember, Naylor, I think, was playing a goal at the time for them, soon as Naylor got the ball Gay came back on the pitch He threw the ball up to him Right Because nobody was Nobody just knew where the game was going <laughs> He came in out the crowd Padgett comes storming out He rounds Padgett and sticks it in uh, I told you not to come out I told you not
2: to I told
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I remember playing in a, in, a, in a The Kenny O'Reilly thing yeah, We yeah. were all done I mean I, I was done Gay was done And Cammer says to us uh, they played with Smiths, not that Kenny O'Reilly. He was um, the, the bulky, the old bulky Yeah, there, yeah. Right, so we pl- It was me, guy Johnny Healy was the goalkeeper. What a team! that was unbelievable. Yeah, I think yeah. Biffo played with only and we bet Rocky's team. We bet John. Cle- we bet everybody. Uh, all the teams were the force winners of a you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, now we were the last winners. Oh, the of last it. winners of yeah. it was it.
3: That's what it was. I think they all threw their hand yeah. Yeah. the ultra had it out. We We had. Take it, take Johnny, Johnny, yeah. Uh, Reminds me on a regular basis, you know, I t- t- we won that.
4: Yeah, well, <laughs> that, that team now, I don't know how that team ever won it, but uh, the point I'm making is gay, and it's a little fella from Sheriff Street, Pancho. He couldn't play on a big pitch. Yeah, yeah. But put him on a small it's pitch. Three footballers, like, eh? boy, yeah. Oh, yeah. Janie Mac. It was unbelievable. He was unreal. But gay, yeah. Janie Mac, gay. There's millions I could mention. I mean, I was always so lucky uh, uh, with the amount of players in rings, and, like, it's from schoolboy right up. Like, every, everybody forgets all the r- the, the players in. Yeah, and, um, and and Willie Wafer. Yeah, yeah, what a player! Everybody yeah, goes.: top did, player.
2: That's the first mention of a Wafer now. We'll be waiting for uh, I think Eddie Wafer got a mention of JT. Yes, uh, yeah, he did.
4: Yeah, yeah. Willie and his brother Mick Junior. Yeah,
2: you know what I mean,
4: yeah. they were phenomenal players. <coughs> what about the Ridgeways have heritage now, with more or less, with the Seaway? Yeah. The father was a class player. Yeah, he played with that Castle team with Kenneth, Gregg and all. You know,
3: yeah,
4: yeah. They only did only play Saturday, <gasps> right? They wouldn't play any other. You know, he wouldn't play Sunday football. But uh, th- th- there's other players: Dennis, Han- Den- or, um, Dennis Lester, John Lester's dad. Yeah, yep. yeah. played. I had all the pleasure of playing with all them. But all the great players, I'd have played um, small side tournaments with them.
3: Going around doing the scene Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah.
4: oh, that was
2: he used to play there for money. Was ah, that's been, yeah, oh, that yeah. was,
3: it was uh, smart. It was a drinking session if we are honest. Go, go up to a Devaney and play, you know. We yeah, played yeah. three finals in one day. Keep the car running. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the. Because if you would not just got out there quick. Yeah, yeah. Get out.
0: But that's all for community news this week. My thanks to Dylan and Rowan on sound and editing, and to Lesley on administration. From me, Mick. Have a great week and take care.